Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm so pleased to talk with two people who are integral to the uh, jazz education of Minnesota students here in the state. And uh, one is Katia Cardenas. She is executive director of Minnesota Jazz Education and the program director of Experience Jazz. Good morning, Katia. Good morning, Emily. Also, we have DJ Michelle B., who is a lead teaching artist with Experience Jazz and also the youth media manager for Pillsbury United Communities at KRSM. Good morning, Michelle B. Good morning. So I'm so thankful to have you both on. So that was all kind of a mouthful. So uh, Katya, could you tell us exactly uh, what Experience Jazz is? Yes. So Experience Jazz is a weekly youth ensemble program that runs in the spring uh, Minnesota Jazz Education has been running this program now for four years. This is our fourth year. And we run it in partnership with High School for Recording Arts in St. Paul. Uh, in a normal year, we would be on site in their state-of-the-art Studio 4 facility, working with students in person. Uh, but this year, as for the second half of last year as well, we had to do, we will be working online. Of course, there's possibilities for moving in person as Governor Walls is hoping to open schools and whatnot. So there's a possibility for us to move in person. We're excited about that prospect. But for the time being, we're really excited to work with up to 30 students uh, in three different groups um, on a variety of music, which may or may not be jazz in the traditional sense. Uh, Experience Jazz is very much about providing access points to jazz for various students, depending on where they're at. Um, we don't require students to have past jazz experience. Um, so we want students to be able to come in and learn about jazz, or if they already are playing it, to be able to deepen their knowledge there. And that's where the three different groups that we separate students into um, enables us to provide different, unique, engaging experiences for students. Are some of those groups jazzier than others then? Is that what you mean? Or is it more on a uh, level of um, uh, skill? You know, it's all really a mix. Um, we typically have between, I'd say, six and 10 students per group. And so sometimes it's based on the composition of the group. You know, we don't want to have, you know, four guitar players in one group, for example. <laughs> sure. So we try to mix them up. Um, so sometimes it's based on need. Um, and sometimes it is based on interest. Um, every year, each group has really taken its own direction, um, whether they've, you know, gone more straight ahead jazz, um, or whether they went more in an R&B route, uh, or maybe they went down a original composition route. Last year, we had some students create some really incredible original tracks. Um, and those are featured on the Experience Jazz 2020 Sounds of Distance album, yeah. which is actually recorded from home by our students um, in the latter half of our program last year. Um, everyone got to record all of their parts from home. We got Amazing. to mix it down. And and that's what's been playing, thankfully, in rotation over at KBEM and other radio stations across the Twin Cities. Yeah, we've been playing tracks from that. And I'll admit, when it first popped into my playlist and I saw that it was high school students, I asked our music director, Kevin O'Connor, I'm like, can you tell me a little bit more about this track? And then I heard them and they sound absolutely fantastic. I mean, really, really fine work from those kids. Yeah, and everyone was learning how to do this for the first time. You know, a lot of our students had a number of different um, sets of equipment. You know, some students had a whole recording studio in their basement. Some students were recording things from their phone. And so as a staff, we had to really meet students where they were. We worked with an incredible uh, set of studio interns uh, who also mixed and mastered the whole album. Wow. That was DJ Mickey Breeze, 
who's working with us again this year and TL Rains. Um, and yeah, the, the, the quality of what we ended up with, both in what the students were able to generate, as well as the, the sound and the overall just enjoyable product is really phenomenal. And we were so glad to be able to produce that in the early days of the pandemic. Yeah, really incredible stuff. So DJ Michelle B, I want to get you in this conversation here, because talk to us a little bit about how you came to be a part of this group and uh, what you'll be doing uh, with the students. Well, I was invited by um, Diane Snodgrass and Katia. Um, we had met through another project. And so um, uh, Diane and I, we had, um, and Diane, Katia, what is Diane's uh, position? I know she does a lot. I know she's with Walker West Music Academy. She's on the board, correct? So she's a board member with Minnesota Jazz Education and she's an education consultant with Walker West. Awesome. Thank you for clarifying that. So Diane, um, we got connected. And so we had a really long conversation just about my ideas around education and my background in, in, in jazz music as a young person and, um, and as an educator now. And so she thought that I would be a good fit for this program. And so uh, she invited me to apply and here I am. And uh, it's really exciting to be able to enter into this program and to work with youth in this capacity, uh, specifically in music and jazz. And um, I went to what was formerly Ramsey International Fine Arts Center, but it's now Justin Allen Page. And um, that was a really formidable part of my upbringing, um, growing up with jazz in my home, uh, but also learning uh, orchestral music and band music and playing various instruments. That was a big part of my life. And so to be a part of this program is really exciting to to um, now be the teacher and be the instructor and to, and to recreate some of those experiences that I had growing up. And so I will be leading the studio class, which is a little different from the other two ensemble groups, which are based more on live, uh, live music and ensemble um, music playing. But the studio group will be a little bit different um, where we will take advantage of the studio that we have and of studio creation and of production. So students can create different kinds of music and different kinds of pieces that, you know, that stretch the bounds of live ensembles, you know, so they can be play, they can be a guitar player or a trumpet player or a pianist, and they can maybe collaborate with other artists and um, just use the, the endless resources of the studio to create something really um, new and interesting and explorative. And so with this group, we'll be um, just exploring and experimenting with different kinds of, um, creation of different things that they are interested in creating. And, um, but there's something really important too about the jazz history piece. I think this, this class in particular will allow me to go a little bit deeper into the jazz education, education and the history. Um, I think there's a lot of youth that really want to know and they're, they're interested in what jazz is. Um, and in 2021, you know, there's, um, there's a lot to learn. And so I'm excited to teach them some of the history of jazz and the origins and then how it how it connects with hip hop and how it connects with more modern styles of music and um, again we're in 2021 and so a lot of these students were probably born in you know 2005 maybe and uh, <laughs> you know so just thinking about that um, you know they're born after even the year 2000 and so their concepts of music is is unique and and so I'm excited to not only um, teach them some of the history of jazz, but really bring that together with their 
understanding of modern music and the things that they're listening to now or just their understanding of music in general. Talk to me about just the uh, options that are open to students now music-wise and being able to provide them with the experience that that is possible, I guess. Well, with experience jazz, um, you know, we have, we'll be working with uh, high school for recording arts. That's um, if we were in person, 100%, that's what we were, we would be. And so now that we're, we're working on a hybrid model, so we'll be able to um, strategically use the studio. Um, good th- the good thing about a studio is that it is pretty kind of quarantine ready, yeah. um, you know, so uh, we'll be able to um, definitely use that as a way to for for students who don't have access to recording equipment at home they can um will be able to use high school for recording arts studios which is really great and i think that um something that i want to bring up is representation and access um for me as a african-american growing up here in chicago and minneapolis jazz has always been a part of my history it's always been a part of black history and over time there's been a lot of ways that it's been either co-opted or whitewashed or um, you know made available to only certain people. And definitely now that we have certain kinds of programs where we have scholarships or not scholarships, but tuition based or fee based, or you have to have had um, lessons or you have had to, you know, you need parents to support you to bring you to the lessons or to bring you to these programs it, um, it ends up being really restrictive and it, and it becomes inclusive. And so for me, um, it's important for me to be, to do what I can to break, the, break, break open those, those restrictions and those boundaries. And um, black students in particular need to be able to re- regain that control and regain that ownership of jazz music, specifically jazz music. Um, and so I think us being able to work at High School for Recording Arts is really awesome because their facilities are great and, um, you know, and they create a lot of great music there. And so to be able to use that um, for those students that, you know, don't have studio equipment at home, but also there's other resources too that have been pretty cool, like Soundtrap. It's this, um, it's this uh, online software program. It's also an app on the phone. And that's what a lot of students have been using to create music. And so there's, as far as opportunities, what's op- what, what's offered and what's available, I think, you know, the good thing about us being in 2021 is that we have um, a lot of resources that are technology based. And so when, you know, once before, maybe in the 60s, you know, you have to have a, a, a instrument and you have to be in the studio and you have to have this equipment and someone to operate it. Now we have a lot of different technology that allows us to, you know, kind of come with the minimum and, and, stu- and students, I think that really will help them access it even more. Definitely. So Katya, remind us uh, about the big deadline coming up today. And, uh, and yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. So today is the application deadline for Experience Jazz. And what we want, really want to highlight with this is that the application is uh, a bit of a formality, um, but it's mostly intended to help the teachers on staff who are going to be, you know, deciding who's in which group to determine what the best placement is for each student. 
Uh, yes, we're wanting to, you know, get a gauge for what skill level there is, but really we're wanting to know what their style is, who their influences are, what they're interested in learning about and doing this year. Um, as Michelle was saying, you know, we're really about creating access and it's not so much about like finding all the best players in town and putting them all in one place together. We're actually really interested in um, uh, peer to peer learning. You know, we're really interested in getting some of like the really, you know, young, hot players to be teaching their peers as as we're going through this process and to be creating networks amongst youth um, so that they're able to, you know, create their own projects beyond this program, which has already been happening. Um, and we're really excited. Uh, one of the students in our program who's very well respected and known in this town already, Sophia Kukuffel. Um, she's got a gig on uh, uh, tonight as well, and we're excited to help promote that and um, to see where she's been going before and during and beyond our program. <laughs> what else would you like to say before we uh, need to need to go? Absolutely. I am really just wanting people to know that this is open to everyone. Anyone who identifies as a musician who makes music in any way, shape, or form, even if you don't identify as an instrumentalist, if you are a vocalist, if you are a lyricist, a poet, a rapper, a producer, a, a DJ, if you like to do, create, collaborate in making music, please apply for Experience Jazz. We want you here. We want to teach you about the connections that jazz has to all these different types of popular music. Um, and really what we're trying to do is build towards the future of, of, um, of jazz in the Twin Cities and beyond, because it's not just gonna be trad jazz forevermore. It's gonna be building on what we've been seeing in the world where people are doing fusion and they're bringing together different types of music. And if our students are so lucky as to, um, you know, pursue careers in music, we want them to know what's possible uh, and to have the tools and the inspiration and the role models um, to, to know that that's a, a realistic uh, option for them in, in life, even if it's a little strained right now during the pandemic. So, uh, yep, we just encourage students to apply. Today, um, the application deadline is not a hard midnight, but we need to allow our teachers time to review this application. So get them in tonight yep. and, uh, and we'll be letting people know next week. Um, and then we're doing what we call a tech orientation for students who get in to make sure everything's all set up before we okay. start day one on March 20th. Great. And the website is? minjazzed.org. So mnjazzed.org. You can find all the information about Experience Jazz 2021 on there. You can read bios about our teachers. Oh my gosh, our teachers. Um, so in addition to Michelle B, DJ Michelle B, uh, we've also got lead teachers, Jeff Bailey and Kaviesh Kaviraj. And each of them are also gonna have an assistant uh, helping them run things. If anyone has been on Zoom during this time, you know that it's hard to manage a group of people online. Mm -hmm. And um, there's various ways of support that are necessary throughout this process. So we're really excited to have DJ Mickey Breeze returning uh, to assist Michelle B. We're gonna have Cody LaDuke assisting Jeff Bailey and we're gonna have uh, DiCarlo Jackson uh, helping out uh, Kaviesh. And what's really great about that is DiCarlo and his brother Devante actually came up through the Dakota Combo and other programs um, nice. of Minnesota jazz education throughout um, our history. So it's really great to see him come in full circle and working in the program this year. Super. Final thoughts from you, Michelle B. 
Yes, um, I would like to give a special invitation to Black, Indigenous, students of color, and also students that identify with the LGBTQIA plus communities. Uh, myself as a queer and trans person of color, Black person, it's um, I feel really strongly about that invitation um, for our youth. So I want to reiterate um, that kind of opening that to uh, students in our community that um, would like to be a part of this. Thank you both so much. Katia Cardenas is the executive director uh, of Minnesota Jazz Education, also program director of Experience Jazz. And DJ Michelle B. is a lead teaching artist with Experience Jazz and also youth media manager for Pillsbury United Communities at KRSM. Thank you both so very much. Thanks Thank so much you for having us.